Greetings to all our listeners from the Ganawage Mohawk Territory on the south shore of Montreal and from the Quebec Native Women's Organization. My name is Sherry Osna Awi Jacobs and I am your host. I am the Digital Information Coordinator on Family Violence in an Indigenous Context at the Quebec Native Women's Organization situated in Ganawage, Quebec. This podcast is part of a series of bilingual podcasts on family violence in an Indigenous context. I use the term family violence as domestic violence, intimate partner violence or conjugal violence affects the whole family and not just the victim and the aggressor. This includes elders and children who are also deeply affected by family violence or abuse in some form or another and deserve to be spotlighted as well. The goal is to help spread awareness about the concept of family violence in an Indigenous context, as well as to highlight organizations and resources that help victims, family members, and concerned community members. On our Quebec Native Women's website, you will find the Nonviolence folder under the Files tab, where there is a drop-down menu and the Nonviolence folder is the second option. There we have a toolbox with several materials that are designed to equip workers who work with Indigenous women, girls, two-spirited people and families in abusive situations. You will find resource directories, awareness tools, campaigns and educational materials for social workers and Indigenous women shelters alike. To receive free printed material or to contribute to the toolkit, Contact us by email at materiel at fact-qnw.org or you can call Julia Dubay, our coordinator for the development of material on nonviolence at 450-632-0088 extension 257. Before we begin, if you or someone you know is a residential school survivor, you can access Emotional and Crisis Referral Service at 1-866-925-4419. There is also the Hope for Wellness line at 1-855-242-3310. If you wish to share your story of survival from family violence, please contact me at 450-632-0088, extension 224, or by email at cjacobs at fact-qnw.org. Please know that your story can be the survival guide for someone else. In the second episode, I will be discussing what you can do to keep yourself safe from abuse. This includes what you can do if you are being threatened or hurt, some possible reasons for staying silent in an abusive relationship, what you need to know, and how to find help. With permission from the itsnotright.ca website, all one word, my source of information are articles found on the website. It is a pan-Canadian approach to address abuse and neglect of older adults. About the Center for Research and Education on Violence Against Women and Children, CREVAWC, CREVAC. It was founded in 1992 as a collaborative venture between the University of Western Ontario, Fanshawe College, and the London Coordinating Committee to End Women Abuse, a large organization comprised of violence against women, 
service providers. The center was established in response to a federal study on the problem of violence against women, triggered by the 1989 murder of 14 women at the École Polytechnique in Montreal. Krivak joined the Faculty of Education at the University of Western Ontario in 2001. Development of It's Not Right, Neighbors, Friends and Families for Abuse of Older Adults, INR-NFF, the Canadian Network for the Prevention of Elder Abuse, CNPEA, as well as professionals and advocates from all over the country, contributed to the development of materials through a highly collaborative process over a year-long period. The resulting INR-NFF, It's Not Right, Neighbors, Friends and Families, Materials represent the very best collective thinking in Canada for public education on abuse and neglect of older adults. So let's begin. What you can do to keep yourself safe from abuse. Everyone has the right to be safe and free from abuse. No one should experience abuse. It's not right. If you are being hurt or neglected and you aren't sure how to protect yourself, this episode can help you to set limits and stay safe. You may have neighbors, friends, or family members who know a little about what is happening to you, but they may not know how to help. You can reach out for their support so that you are not alone. There are people in every community who want to help. What is abuse? Abuse can be a hard word to accept. People from all walks of life have found themselves in abusive relationships. It can happen to anyone. Most situations of abuse occur in families and also in other relationships with people we know and trust. Abuse happens in different ways. Abuse can be financial, psychological, sexual and spiritual, as well as neglect or physical violence. All forms of abuse cause harm. It is called abuse anytime people use their ability or influence to limit or control your rights and freedoms. The relationship is not equal because you are afraid that if you speak up or take action, you will be threatened, hurt, or the relationship will end. Abuse is never your fault. If you are being threatened or hurt, for example, my 40-year-old son has been living with me for 10 years. I have been afraid of him for most of this time and never told anyone. I was so thankful when I finally got information on how I can protect myself. Tell someone you trust about the abuse. Choose individuals who will respect your decisions and who can listen without telling you what to do. You might want to ask them to just listen so that they don't feel pressure to solve the problem for you. You may need to plan some next steps. Those steps should be realistic. You are the expert in your own life and the best person to decide what you can do to set limits and to increase your safety. If you are afraid the situation will get worse, make a safety plan that includes where you can go in an emergency and what you will take with you. Think about where you will stay and how you will get there. Consult a lawyer or legal service about your rights and options. Your local seniors organization can help you find a lawyer or service. Keep track of your financial statements and other legal documents. Talk to your bank about how to protect your assets. Visit your local library, health or community center to find out information about other services that are available to support you.
If you live with the abusive person and want to look for services on your home computer, be sure to cover your tracks by erasing the history. To find out more about how to do this, go to Neighbors, Friends and Families. Call it Tips for Covering Your Tracks If You Are Experiencing Abuse. If you are in danger, call 911 or the local police. Staying silent in an abusive relationship. There are reasons why you may feel trapped in an abusive relationship. You are not alone. Older adults who experience abuse often feel conflicted about seeking help or telling others about what is happening. These are some of the most common reasons. You may feel too afraid to speak up or take action. You are embarrassed. If you have been living with abuse for many years, you may not believe that you deserve help or you may believe the abuse is your fault. Your family believes that abusive behavior is normal and that what goes on in a family should remain private. The person abusing you is well-liked and admired in the community. You aren't sure anyone would believe you even if you reached out for help. Your friends have problems of their own and you don't want to burden them. You live with the abuse because you don't know where else you could go. You feel protective of the person who is mistreating you, especially if the person is your child. You don't want to do anything to get them in trouble. You are afraid they will end your relationship. You feel it is your fault that they act the way they do. They need you and you have to help them. If the person abusing you is your spouse or partner, you may believe that keeping the family together is important no matter what. Feel guilty about staying in the relationship for so long. Feel obligated to stay in the relationship. What you need to know. You have the right to be safe and free from abuse. There's nothing you have done that causes the abuse. The person who is mistreating you is always responsible for their actions. People who are abusive need help. Abuse rarely goes away by itself and it usually becomes worse over time. If your children are abusive, they need help. They will never find peace in life without first taking responsibility for their actions. How to find help. There are different kinds of services in most communities. If you decide to call a helpline or an organization and you can't get through or the person you talk to isn't helpful, don't give up. Try again. It is important that you find help and that you feel supported. Only you can decide what really helps and what kind of support feels right. You shouldn't feel pressured by anyone to do something you aren't ready or willing to do. Rural and remote communities. If you live in a place where there are no services for older adults, reach out to people in your community who you trust and who will support you. There are people in every community who care and want to help. Local seniors organizations. Visit your local library, community, or health center to find information about seniors organizations in your community. Libraries and community centers often have computers that are for public use. If you don't know how to use the computer, ask one of the staff to help you search for the information or show you how to search.
provincial, territorial telephone numbers, information lines. All provinces and territories have information lines you can call to ask questions about the services that are available in your community. You can usually find the telephone number in the front of your phone book or on the government website www.seniors.gc.ca and search for elder abuse or call 1-800-O-Canada. That is 1-800-622-6232 or 1-800-926-9105. Seniors Abuse Lines, Family Violence Helplines. Some provinces, territories have seniors, abuse lines or family violence helplines where you can call to talk about abuse. You don't have to give your name if you want to be anonymous. The person answering the phone has usually been trained about abuse and can listen or offer you suggestions about where you can find services in your community. Provincial, territorial, legal services, telephone lines. Some provinces have a legal services line you can call to talk about your rights and ask questions about the law, the justice system, or how to find a lawyer. If you have access to the internet, there are many good legal resources online. Domestic violence shelters, elder abuse, safe accommodation programs. If your spouse is abusive, you may want to talk to domestic violence experts at your local shelter. Shelters are located in many communities to provide temporary and emergency housing if you need to leave your home and if you need protection from your spouse. Shelters are often used by younger women and their children. However, older women will find support at a shelter as well. Shelter workers should be able to tell you if there are specific services available for older adults and or for men who are being abused. Victim Services. Victim Services organizations support anyone who is a victim of a crime or accident. Often they work closely with police services and can provide information about the justice system, practical help, emotional support and referrals to other services and programs in your community. Healthcare Providers. You will be able to find information about abuse at most local health authorities or community care access centers. Healthcare professionals will be able to assist you if they know that you are experiencing abuse. Tell them what is happening to you and ask for their support. Mental health programs. Older adults experiencing abuse may also experience mental health issues such as depression or anxiety. Contact the Canadian Mental Health Association in your area for information about programs and services. If you seek help for your mental health, tell your counselor that you are also experiencing abuse. Not all professionals are trained to recognize abuse, but they will be better able to help you if they know that abuse is happening. In an emergency, if you are in danger, call 911 or your local police. Safety planning. If you are living with a person who is abusing you, you may need to make a plan to increase your safety. You can make a safety plan yourself or contact an abuse expert to help you. Safety plans can involve two different sets of steps. While you are living with a person who is mistreating you, if or when you decide to leave. Safety planning with an abuse expert. Police-based family violence consultants 
victim services, or domestic family violence, or elder abuse professionals in your community are trained to do safety planning. The Provincial Territorial Abuse Helplines can also direct you to a professional in your area or provide information about how to do safety planning. Abuse experts will give you information about services that are available and will help you develop a plan of action. Neighbors, Friends and Families is an Ontario domestic violence public education campaign with lots of good resources online. The campaign materials focus on woman abuse because women are almost always the victims of domestic homicide. If your spouse is abusive and you are looking for information about safety planning, go to www.neighborsfriendsandfamilies.ca, all one word. What you can do to prevent abuse. Abuse happens to older adults from all walks of life. By staying involved with people and activities, you are less likely to find yourself alone in an abusive relationship. Staying active and involved also helps you stay healthy. People in your community need you as much as you need them. I have found retirement to be a big adjustment. My days are not structured anymore and I am often alone. I didn't realize how isolated I was becoming until my daughter came to live with me. Your physical and emotional well-being. These are some things you can do to look after your physical and emotional health and well-being. Know your rights. Everyone has the right to be safe and free from harm at home and in the community. Stay in regular contact with people who support you and respect your decisions. If you are often alone, make the effort to connect with someone you care about and talk about how you can become more involved in your community. There are seniors organizations in many communities that offer activities and events where you can meet people. Reach out to other seniors who may be alone. Thinking of others is a good way to make a contribution to the whole community. Involve yourself in meaningful activities that give you enjoyment, strength, and comfort. Go on outings with friends, volunteer, attend church, join a gym, or visit your neighbors. Stay physically active. Eat regularly and well. If you feel depressed and have no one to talk with, seek support from a friend, your minister, priest, faith leader, or from social service agencies in your community. You don't have to be alone with problems. There is no shame in asking for help. Your financial security. Your peace of mind about financial security is important. Stay involved and aware of what is happening with your money and belongings. Keep track of your possessions. Open and send your own mail. Review your bank statements every month and contact the bank if you see anything unexpected. Your money and property belong to you, not to your family. If family members are pressuring you in any way about your finances, remind them that you have the right to make your own decisions even when they don't agree. Ask them to respect your choices. It is a crime if a family member forges your signature on a check or uses your bank or credit card without your knowledge. It is serious. You should contact the police. If it happens once, it can happen again. If a family member or friend comes to live with you, they should contribute financially to the rent and food. 
If you want to lend money or transfer ownership of your house or property to your children, have a lawyer work out an agreement plan beforehand about repayment and or conditions under which they might sell. Think about your future and consult an attorney about future planning, caregiving arrangements, and reviewing your will. Share your plan and wishes with someone you trust. Keep your financial information and other important documents in a safe place. Tell someone you trust where to find the information. Learn more about power of attorney in your province territory. Plan ahead so that if anything happens and you become unable to make decisions, you will have already selected a person you trust to step in. Family members should know that they can ask this person for accounting at any time and that the power of attorney can be revoked. And that concludes episode two on elder abuse. Stay tuned for episode three, where I will be discussing how you can identify and help older adults at risk, including who is at risk, how you can recognize the different forms of abuse and warning signs to look for. Again, this information comes from the itsnotright.ca website, all one word, which consists of materials that were developed through a highly collaborative process over a year-long period. The resulting INR-NFF, It's Not Right, Neighbors, Friends and Families for Abuse of Older Adults, represent the very best collective thinking in Canada for public education on abuse and neglect of older adults. Thank you for your time today. 